Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, where we invent a brand new movie for you, based on a random front from the internet. I'm joined by three members of the Hollywood elite. We have our writer, Ian Nystrom, who is John Wick's eyebrow trimmer. Our director, Megan Slosson, who is the dust artist slash distributor on Logan. And Jacob Gulliver, our producer, who was the producer who managed to convince everyone that Emma Watson could sing. So well done there. And your prompt is... The theme of the story, dark relationship. The main character, an unbalanced alien. The start of the story, reconciliation. The end of the story, engagement. So, an unbalanced alien. This is a movie that is going to star Zorblat the Conqueror. He is returning home after a universe-wide campaign of total domination and world-eating. Just complete world annihilation. Unfortunately, after returning home from a millennia, these are very long-lived aliens, a millennia of conquest, he finds that suddenly his skills of uh, galactic tyranny are not so much appreciated back at home, where his, his wife, who stayed behind with their children, is no longer, uh, she's just not, they seem like they're just not the people that they used to be at the time that he went out and started conquering. And suddenly, you know, she's more into, uh, you know, she's she's developed this life with her children, and this Zorbleb the Conqueror comes back, and he's like a stranger in what should be his own home. And so the movie is all about, you know, the trials and tribulations that this alien family will go on on their journey towards reconciliation and the movie it, it ends with an engagement so it's either do we do we want to flip it on this head and maybe they don't reconcile and he finds he has to find a new, the the wife remarries and he finds a new love perhaps and that's something that's going to be the crux of the film is is him getting over the fact that he's no longer wanted there i don't know i don't think we'll, we'll give that some thought that's so let's see zorblatt he is. Let's see. Let's let's talk about the anatomy of these aliens. These aliens are, <laughs> as I've written it, mostly tentacles. They're essentially, let's say, sixty percent tentacle, with kind of a large a large body mass up top, and then you know sixty percent tentacle below. Very very strong, very powerful, very psychic. That's also very important. That's how they interface with most of their their. Um... See, I was highly influenced by the Star Wars Christmas special growing up. And just the, the scenes with the Wookiees interacting, just in, unintelligibly, really spoke to me. You know, some of that time when it spoke to me, it said, however the fuck Wookiees sound. It really touched me deep inside. So when I want a movie with aliens that are largely, there's going to be little dialogue in this, as, as, how, I, as how I've imagined it. And there's going to be a lot of, a lot of meaningful gazes through their, you know, large cyclopean eyes. And, you know, just like maybe some tentacle sign language. Oof. Okay, so just 
in the holiday special, there was no subtitles when the Wookiees were talking. Have, are you, you, have you not seen the Star Wars Christmas special? I, I have seen it. Okay, and there yes, were no, there, there are no subtitles. Right, that's what I said. Yes. So do you want no subtitles either uh, for this film? Well, there there will be some, like, psychic dialogue, so that can have voiceover. Okay. But, um... Got it. And does this have a name? Its name is going to be called Zorblat's Homecoming. Does Zorblat have two T's or one? Um, or leave it to the producer. Okay. Let's see, let's see what he thinks markets <laughs> So, Megan, you have gotten a script for Zorblatt's... Homecoming. Homecoming. Yep. So what are you going to do with this? First, our goal is to get this produced, hopefully, by the Hallmark, Hallmark Channel. So we're going to get rid of a lot of these tentacles. Mm. Like, a lot of these tentacles. We can't... These tentacles, we got to, like, maybe down to 20%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it's it, we want it on Hallmark, and you know people are going to see those tentacles, and they're going to get ideas. They're going to get warm, tingly feelings, maybe for some of them, and we don't want that. We want this to be a loving family show, which also means that the war is going to get trimmed down a little bit in the beginning, I think, because I think I want to focus on the the love that Zorblad had with his wife, and whether or not that's going to work. So I really like that part. I, I like this. I like the gazing moments. I don't know if the writer just. Couldn't think of the words necessarily for these long gazes, but I do like the long gazes also because then if we get, depending on the actors, they don't have to say as much, so that works well too. Right now, I'm thinking Nick Nolte for Zorblat. I think he has the voice. Um, I'm also thinking we're going to just have some nice costume work done for these. We're not going to do animated. Some nice costumes and some nice actual practical effects going for these, these aliens. The family doesn't really matter as much, I don't think. Maybe, like, Meg Ryan would be a really strange pairing with Nick Nolte, so I think that would be nice. I don't know what she's doing lately either, so I feel like that could be a possibility. She used to be totally, like, out of out of my reach for um, my level. But I think now she might be a little bit easier for me to grasp. I like the idea of uh, not using subtitles. I think that adds, like, a level that then the audience could bring in to just interpret these gazes We'll still have tentacle touches. They'll just have to be less tentacle touches. Maybe just, maybe tentacle caresses. The kids, I don't, did the kids even really matter? We could just have some like figurines almost play the kids, just like standing there. Maybe they can just make, oh, some like loving noises, but it'll keep the cost down a little bit. I think we're definitely gonna have, we're gonna have to keep the emotions high towards the end because I could see this being a series. Um, and I'd like to bring the writer along, like, if we can do this awesome continuous story of love throughout the eras, because the aliens live forever, so I think maybe we could have them fall out of love and, like, back in love. I like where this is going, but I definitely think less tentacles. I know, I don't, I don't like restricting my writers, but the tentacles are, it's kind of scary. Too much. All right. So, Jacob, you are getting a bunch of notes, uh, stills, concepts, a bunch of sketches of the aliens with the tentacles just crossed out. <laughs> so you're seeing all this, and um, what are you going to do with this production? I mean, wow, guys, you you have sent me just way more shit than you needed to for this film. Uh, I'm going to have to scrap a lot of it, but I, I can sell this movie, and we can we can make this movie happen. And we can do it in a way that we're making something that people have been asking for for years. We're going to make a sequel to Galaxy Quest. This is going to be Galaxy Quest 2. The characters that you've got are going to be Tony Shalhoub and Missy Pyle. 
Remember the the alien relationship in Galaxy Quest? I like, absolutely do not. The, <laughs> well, Missy Pyle plays Laliari. She's a Thermian woman, and she's like the tentacle monster thing. Remember the the tentacle space creatures, and they go <laughs> like that. Drum you need me to do the noise again? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just I thought it would help trigger the memory. So this is going to be following their relationship after they've returned to Thermia or whatever planet that they settled on. I think Thermia got blew up in the original story. Anyways, we're going to follow their relationship with their kids who are going to be named after the characters that died in the original Galaxy Quest. So Quellic and shit, who is the other one? One of the other Thermians died. Anybody remember? Nope. <laughs> All right. Um, Leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> Alien died. Yeah. I'll just, yeah, just call my cell. It's fine. Anyway, go watch the movie. Yeah, just watch it once. We'll be fine. And then... Like, the rest of the crew of the Protector are all dead. It's like, because we can't pay for any of them to be there. But the idea is that uh, Tony Shalhoub's character has been gifted some sort of, like, alien immortality. So he's been gifted that for being married to Missy Pyle's character. And they're, so their relationship has fallen apart. So he returns to Earth and he finds out that, like, Things have gone to shit, and, like, all of his friends that he knew are dead, and, like, all of the, like, stuff that was really important to him there has been gone. He's been gone for so long, so they have kind of, like, a distancing as Tony Shalhoub tries to, like, reclaim what was there. Uh, and we'll get Justin Long, because he's still cheap. So he's, like, he's going to become part of, like, the new crew of the Protector. They're going to, like, rebuild the Protector and, um, like, restart the, the whole Galaxy Quest thing. I'm going to leave it up to you guys to, like build this story up, but, like, we need to, like, reinvent it, make it, like, fresh and new again, but still be, like, a parody of every shitty space show. So, go ahead and, like, figure that out, because I can sell it if we can put the Galaxy Quest name on the top. And speaking of which, I'm assuming you're changing the title? This is Galaxy Quest 2. Okay, and a budget? Right now, I'm gonna throw you guys... Ooh, we're gonna go with 45 million. If you can find a good way to, like, somehow resurrect one of the characters, or if you think you have an in, maybe I can get a little bit more. Yeah, anyways. Okay. Do my bidding. So, Ian, he mails you the shredded remains of your script with now just notes saying Galaxy Quest 2 and a bunch of other notes. And there's a there's a drawing with, with, like, the tentacles over it with highlighter, so the top part is, like, a cartoon of Missy Pyle. <laughs> right. Okay, so first I'm going to need a very quick refresher on Galaxy Quest. Was Tim Allen in that? Yes. yes. Okay. So Tim I'm... Allen is dead. We can't have him in the film. Tim Allen's dead? <laughs> no, Alan Rickman's dead. <laughs> no, Tim Tim oh. Allen... No, Tim Allen is, like, emotionally dead. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I didn't mean say, he was literally was say, literally in was the was grave. Say, that would be some rough news to break to me on this podcast. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Tim Allen's character in the film is dead, and uh, Tim Allen as a person is emotionally dead inside, and therefore cannot be in this film. That's I, I gave you some Galaxy Quest bonus time back, just so you know. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so... Um, having not seen Galaxy Quest in, I'm going to say at least a decade, maybe two decades. <laughs> I have not that long. <laughs> I, I, do not, I do not know when Galaxy Quest come out. We're going to both uh, emotionally and physically distance ourselves from Galaxy Quest. We'll still have it be set in the same universe because we want, because I understand that that's important. We need that Galaxy Quest. We need that Galaxy Quest money in order to get this Galaxy Quest title with maybe this not-so-Galaxy Quest story. So the nice thing about about the way this has been written is these aliens are immensely long-lived, like near-immortal. 
So this can be in the same universe as Galaxy Quest and maybe have some callbacks to some Galaxy Quest things that I am certainly not familiar with, but I can assure you someone will put them in and post. That's what Wikipedia is for. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that in front right now. Right now. Anyway, so let's say um, at some point Zorblad the Conqueror, he conquered Earth. At some point, Zorblad is gone. Zorblad, okay. Um, <laughs> but this is this is, this this is, is now this Fr- is the, Fred Quan and Laliari, okay, the two characters. This is, this is the descendant of that coupling. They got they got married at the end of Galaxy Quest or something. Quelic and then the other one who died. Okay, yeah. Are so the this names is, of those two this characters. Is, this is their maybe their descendant, and he is very much a conqueror. And his name may or may not be Zorblad, but he did conquer Earth. Because I want to introduce this character, because I was thinking, I, I understood when, when you take away all the tentacles, then I, I feel like, well, then what's even the point of having their weird alien language and lack of subtitles and complete comprehensibility, we might as well, you know, scale it back and make some people can understand. I mean, I guess if that's what people want. I mean, it's not what I wanted, but whatever. So we're going to make, uh, he's going to have a human slave that, that he took back from Earth. And he's going to be kind of our, our in for the audience. He will, a lot of what he'll see Zorblad doing, and he's going to be like, oh, that's, that's, like, when he's, like, in his slave pen, and he's flying, they're flying back to Zorblad's home planet. He <laughs> sees Zorblad looking at the photographs of his family, and he's going to be like, oh, you, you're, you have, you've been away from your family for a while, too. I mean, I understand that, because, I mean, I guess all my family's dead now, but I can understand where you're coming from. And, you know, as Zorblad has a single tear, he's going to look in the photograph, will have the date of, like, the, you know, some long-ago time on it, and then it's going to, we're going to see the subtitles of whatever the current year is, which is also going to be some incomprehensible number, because this takes place so far in the future that it does not matter what any of these dates are, as long as they're very far apart. As long as they're very far apart. So that's important, that he hasn't been home in a while. And this movie is about an emotional reunion between, it's really, it's not, it's not about his conquering. The slave is there. That's, he's... He's there. He's kind of our in, and he's like being that uncomfortable third wheel in this relationship with the the Zorblad comes back, kind of, honey, I'm home. Then she's like, oh, now you're home, huh? Have you been gone this long? Whatever this alien's name is, which I'm sure we're going to this female alien, which I have to think of a good name for yet. Let's call her. Let's call her. Let's call her Slurshum. Her name is Slurshum. Slurshum. Slurshum is the is the wife's name. Okay. So I'm doubling down on my original premise. That's where I'm going with you. Okay. So a lot's happened since we got we're with you, director. <laughs> so it's now Galaxy Quest 2, but also Zorblat the Conqueror still. So yeah. how are you taking this? Not well. The problem is is I, I do want this movie to get made, which means I will um probably scrap everything the writer just did. <laughs> And uh, get some people who maybe write some Galaxy Quest fanfic in here. <laughs> because I want this, I need this notch on my belt, and I need this listing on my IMDb page. Galaxy Quest 2, I understand there are a lot of fans. I do not know much about it, which is why I definitely need these fan writers in. I respect the writer, and I think we could probably fit in the, the emotions that he's going for. The idea of reunion, I think that'll still, we'll still be able to use that with the original Galaxy Quest characters, which I already forgot their names, so that's cool. I I believe there was a request for Tony Shalhoub, which I know that name because he was in 13 Ghosts, and I I respect that film as a a director. I don't remember the female actress's name, and I don't think any- Missy Pyle. I don't, 
I feel like no one knows who she is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in Kristen Stewart because she's cool and young and hip and totally not age appropriate for Tony Shalhoub. So that might have had a whole different dynamic to this film, but at least it will get us get us the cool kids to come in and watch this movie because Tony Shalhoub was also in Monk, and I'm not I don't know people liked Monk, so that would be a good thing. Um, I don't really know what to do with the writing though. I feel you. I, I really don't know what we're gonna do with story. Like I said, I'm gonna Wikipedia some stuff, get some fan writers in here. We'll add elements of reconciliation. We'll have those still. Zorblatt can be a friend, maybe, of the of the couple who had been. He, he's over with like a dinner party, maybe, and he's telling his conquest story, so we can still have this element. I feel like I'm a child of divorce right now. My parents are fighting. And I don't really know what to do how to make this better. The conquest isn't that important. It just provides a character, an emotional backdrop from which the movie takes place. The conquest doesn't have to actually be in the movie. No, no, he'll just recount. He'll just remember the days. And maybe we can have like a fade out and then like go to the neighbor's story of him and his tentacles. As long as they're tentacles. Just a little bit of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it's going to be a rough go to get this, the treatment it deserves. We're going to need a lot of real hardcore Galaxy Quest fans to help with Galaxy Quest 2. And um, I still think Kirsten Stewart might be the way to get with the younger crowd because, what was her name again? The actress? Missy Pyle. <laughs> what else is she from? <laughs> uh, she's in uh, Stepford Wives. She was in... The remake? Stepford Wives? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, she was in... What was that series that ran for freaking forever? My name is Earl. Oh, okay. a recurring star in that. Well, maybe maybe, maybe she could be... Maybe she could play her new versions, like the grandmother of... The mother of her own character. To, uh, for the fans. Okay. <laughs> so, Jacob, so your notes about Galaxy Quest 2 were handled pretty differently from all departments. Um, so... Surveying this, what are you gonna do with before this movie comes out? Yeah, well, I think you know my first my first thing that I'm gonna have to do at this point because we we don't have that long before I gotta put this thing in the can and ship it out the door. So uh, first thing I'm gonna do is go ahead and fire Ian from the the writing <laughs> position of this job. I do have a use for him though. I'm also working on a reboot of the the sitcom Dinosaurs with like the puppet dinosaurs, Ooh. and I think like a weird romance thing. Might actually end up being his forte, so like weird house drama with monsters. I, I think that'll work. So I'll put him on that one. You know, I as age inappropriate as Kristen Stewart is for Tony Shalhoub, I think you have a point that young people will probably respond better to Kristen Stewart than to Missy Pyle. So what I'm going to do, Missy Pyle will still play our our, our lead, our female lead in this case. She'll remain as Laliari, Aileen. She was in the original, and. When they get back to Earth, Justin Long and his wife, Kristen Stewart, uh-huh. who definitely wears the pants in that relationship, are the resistance fighters who are defending Earth from the remnants of Ceres, the bad guy from the first Galaxy Quest movie, having attacked it. So this movie will be like returning to Earth and like rebuilding the protector to stop the remaining groups of, of Ceres. I think that will sell pretty well, and they're going to have like... A statue built of Alan Rickman. It'll be like really touching and beautiful, like hidden away deep underground, and like all the resistance fighters hang out there. And I'm just gonna get 
some other writers, some of those fanfic guys to like fill in the details in between, really, really kind of fill out the little meaty bits in between. But uh, I'm just kind of like throwing money at this problem right now, trying to, you know, hey, can you do this thing? Great. Here's a bunch of money. Great. Do this thing. Here's a bunch of money. And we'll see you on the other side. And I think that'll work. Maybe we can have like a really old Sam Rockwell. So he was the guy who like almost died a couple of times and freaked out because he was like an extra. He got eaten by a lava monster or something. But then they put him in the show at the end of the first one. Maybe he's like really old and he's like, or maybe he's been preserved by some alien technology. And he's like, or maybe he's inside their computer or something. Because that could be a fun like throwback to the original. I don't know. You guys figure it out. Yeah, I think that's it. Stays at Galaxy Quest 2, and all the stuff with Zorblad is gone. Sorry. Eh, what can you do? All right. So let me take Galaxy Quest 2 and plug it into the movie machine. I pull the lever, which sounds like really cheap sci-fi sound laser fire. So this movie has, I think, a follows a pattern that we see a lot of uh, sequels to movies that came out a really long time ago. Except fans are confused by this because, so they're brought in expecting Galaxy Quest 2, you know, a continuation of the old things, old stories, and they come out thinking, like, that this film has nothing to do with Galaxy Quest at all, other than these characters, like, these two characters who were in the original, but there's really no connection to it, so... Some people are kind of disappointed. They wanted more Tim Allen. Uh, Tim Allen was angry that no one asked him to be in it because he, he posts on his Instagram about it, but it's Tim Allen. So Also, some of the fanfic writers you get, most of them aren't very talented. Uh, they're really passionate about but Rosengan, who locked 12, doesn't really have a lot of acting chops. And they can tell that you know the character that they inserted themselves in it to it after they saved the entire crew with their samurai sword you know just feels a little masturbatory lazarus 1173 does okay but still now the thing is though that some people think that this is sort of an ironic statement the fact that this has nothing to do with the original to be a commentary on the needless sequels much like how the first film was a commentary on the cheap sci-fi film genre shows. So those people write really big blog posts about how people who aren't seeing this are just ignorant sheeple. But uh, other than that, your film, I mean, it gets like the first weekend, it gets a bunch of people who liked original Galaxy Quest and then just drops off in the second weekend. Unfortunately, you don't reach your money back, which is a bit of a shame, but you do have time travel powers. So for the context of this, we're going to go back in time to before Ian was fired (laughs) and see if he can do anything to steer this in a new direction. So you have two minutes. Well, on one hand, I would love to use the time travel ability to triple down on on Zorba the Conqueror. I've really, at this point, I've really, I've talked with my therapist, and I've worked out a lot of my frustrations on my blog, goddamnyignorantcheatable.blogspot.com. So I think that instead I'm just gonna, you know, kind of leave this in the hands of the fanfiction writers and the director and the producer, who's very generously given me a, a project to work on, which, boy, let me tell you, if there's one thing more influential to me than a Star Wars Christmas special, it was... A dinosaurs, and I am a pretty psyched about that. Let me tell you, there is gonna be some drama in that era. 
in which those dinosaurs live because you know there's that kid he's he grew up he's got angst that baby you gotta love him but do you that's the question that we're gonna be asking but you can stay tuned for that because that's gonna be on a different podcast or again my blog goddamn you ignorant sheeple com forward slash dinosaurs 2 you know everyone died in that movie right in um, that show. Yeah, I think the Ice Age came and killed them all. At the end, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Dinosaurs, so maybe it'll have to be a parallel story. Thank you very much, moderator. God, can't anyone let me have any fun here. I'm sorry. You better believe there's going to be tentacles in that one, though. Okay, so we're going to go to our director. So the writer has kind of washed his hands that, yeah. of this whole affair. I can't help but feel like this was just the producer's pet project that we were brought on to for I'm not even sure why, to be honest, but it is a paycheck, hopefully. So that's good. I guess I, at this point, I think we need to maybe screen some of the fanfic writers beforehand, is what I'm hearing. Make it a stronger Galaxy Quest 2, so more, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong bringing these new fresh faces. Maybe we need to have the old actors in it. Maybe we need to make amends with Tim Allen and, you know, understand that he's become who he is today and just accept him for that and invite him to at least have a cameo in it. Give the fans what they want. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't really know anything about the movie, but um, we can give them what they want, apparently, because we did not do that. Yeah, so I guess I would just add more Galaxy Quest to Galaxy Quest 2 and really just hope that the producer uh, likes this answer and that I don't get fired. Yep, that's... Speaking of our producer, Jacob. You know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how things are going now. I gotta be honest, when Tim Allen freaked out that he wasn't in the movie, he showed more emotional depth than he's shown in years, so, you know, maybe we can find him a role in this thing. You know, maybe kind of do, like, the old Spock thing from the Star Trek reboots, where we have him, you know, be, like, lost in time or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, you guys figure it out, but we'll, we'll get Tim Allen in there. The, the movie's uh, coming out, like, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'll, I'll make all of the fan fiction writers drink 12 Red Bulls and yeah. stay up Stay up for four days, and they'll, they'll come up with something for, for Tim Allen. You know, it doesn't there's, matter. There's an adage about a thousand fan fiction writers and a thousand typewriters will eventually create the work of Stephanie Meyer. So what, what's going to happen is I'm going to come in and check on them every six hours, and they're going to show me what they have. And if they haven't created a masterpiece, they're going back in the room. So I get the final say on this bastard, but it's going to be incredible, okay? We should definitely market, like, the brand a little bit more. We should advertise more of, like, the Galaxy Quest-y stuff. Action figures, maybe? Yeah, definitely definitely getting action figures. Definitely thinking uh, maybe, like, some promotional lunch boxes oh. or something like that. Kids still eat lunch, right? Yep. And then, yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll have something that's, that's going to work. I'm all in. Galaxy Quest 2. Also, because it's in every trailer, there's a giant blue pillar of light shooting into the sky. All right. So, after the lawsuit you get for locking a bunch of fanfic writers <laughs> in your basement, the movie does... That is not new for our studio. Right. <laughs> so, the film is able to grab in a lot of more people just because when they see the trailer and see clips of it, they're like, hey, that's a thing from Galaxy Quest. I like it. I'm going to see it again. And so, they see it and they're like, I like this movie because it referenced the thing that I've seen before. So, everyone Perfect. goes about it, goes on... 
their blogs and talking about, oh boy, this is a movie, Galaxy Quest. Remember the Omega-13? They talk about the Omega-13 in this movie. And, I mean, critically... My doctor's been telling me I need more Omega-13. <laughs> right. You know, critics are like, you know, sticks in the mud saying that this film feels like it was written by, like, 12 completely unqualified <laughs> writers and the plot makes no sense and the cameos just come out of nowhere and the references, but you know what? Who cares about critics? Because that's the thing from Galaxy Quest, and I liked Galaxy Quest. I like seeing it again. They mentioned Grathar's hammer. You actually see the hammer now. That's cool. So, yeah, you're able to make your money back. Um, within four months, no one remembers this movie happened. But for what it was there, you get your cash grab off the Galaxy Quest nostalgia. Fuck yeah. And yeah, so best of luck with the dinosaur reboot, because Lord knows everyone remembers that show. So we're going to end, as always, with a quote from our patron saint, Guy Fury. Not the mama. <laughs> if you do, they are going to smell like octopus. I'll let you fill in the context for yourself. And I-